beautiful people. Welcome to Live Love Lux. And I'm Nicole, your lovely host. And I want to thank you for joining me on this episode where we discuss manifestation, the law of attraction, and all things bright and beautiful. <laughs> so um, if you're new to the show, my name's Nicole. I'm a certified law of attraction life coach. And I help people manifest and create their lives using intention, imagination, and focus. So, I I missed my deadline for the episode, but that's okay, I'm here now. And whoever this is meant for, it's meant for. And I was taking a little bit of time to think about what I wanted to discuss today and I wanted to discuss it because I want to do it proper. I want to make sure that what I'm saying is valid and understood and and well received. So I've been going over the foundations of manifestation. Uh, I started off with the secrets of visualization. And the last episode I talked about affirmations that can change your life, right? So today, I want to discuss, which I think is probably the most important thing, more important than the last two topics, which is your sense of self. And the title of today's show is actually Sense of Self, Who Are You? Okay? Who are you? And that's what I want you to be thinking about as we go through the show a little bit. Who are you? What makes up you? Who are you projecting? What are you projecting out into this world? And why are you projecting whatever it is out into this world? So if we talk about sense of self, we could also call it your self-concept. You might even be able to add self-confidence, self-esteem in there. Um... I believe that anything that you're working on that has to do with your perception of reality and also your projection of reality is your sense of self. So what does that even mean? Because let's be clear and concise with this. You are not your body. You're not even really your mind. You're, you're a soul. You are a spiritual being and you are living an experience okay that's who you are at the core of all this we get lost in the experience though we get attached to reality we get attached to what's going on in our reality we get attached to the people in our reality and we forget who we are and we start thinking that we are these roles that we play. Uh, What are some of the roles that you could play? Daughter, mother, wife, girlfriend, uh, business owner, employee, boss, villain, hero, shy, outgoing, 
what are all those things that that I just that I just described? They're all characteristics of a self, but they are not the self itself. <laughs> they are not the self itself. Yes, no. They're all characteristics. They're all perceptions and projections, but they aren't who you really are. You know, for many years, I self-described myself as a shy person, but I'm not really shy. It's a role I was playing. It's a role I thought was more palatable than being outgoing or being myself, if you will. Um, But just like anything, you can change these things that you project into the world. But when we're talking about manifesting, and when I, when I bring it back to how this works, your self-concept, your sense of self, is how you determine what you deserve. How you determine what you're going to manifest. It all stems from how you see yourself in this world. So if I was to give an example... We've all heard, or maybe we haven't all heard, but there's an idea of a lack mentality. It's a idea, it's a phrase that gets thrown around a lot because it's a mentality where instead of seeing the abundance in things, we see the lack in things. So there's not enough money, there's not enough food, there's not enough time, there's not enough love. It's a lack mentality. It's a mentality where you have to hold on to what you have because you're not sure or you don't feel as if it's going to be replaced. But a lack mentality is a learned mentality and it can be unlearned and you can replace it with a mentality of, an, of abundance, of expectation of good things. But if you're sense of self or your self-concept revolves around a lack mentality, then every time you look at things in your 3D reality, you're going to see a deficit. You know, you're not going to see the glass half full. You're going to see it half empty. So a lot of times are the things that we want to manifest, the things that we want to bring into our lives are altered by how we see ourselves and how we see what we deserve. So in my life, I would see limitations. I would see maybe my education as a limitation or I would see where I lived as a limitation. I might see my body type as a limitation. I might see um, the fact that I, I have five children as a limitation. Like, these are things that are based on a lack mentality where I'm thinking that these things are holding me back. But technically, these things don't really exist because the concept of what the concept of is of a single mother or five kids is to me, to someone else is entirely different. To someone who can't have children, you know, it's, it's a vision of abundance, right? Now, to me, you know, someone who's a mother raising my children before, I looked at it as a limitation, as something that was holding me back, my responsibilities. 
But if you change your perception of self, and like I said, if you're somebody who wants children and you can't have children, you look at somebody like me and you say, wow, you know, she's really blessed. Right? So I invite you to take a look at the things in your life, the things that you have attributed to yourself, to your self-concept. And I invite you to strip yourself of everything that you think you are. So if you think that you are shy, really examine what that means. Are you really shy? Or is that just something that you project in order to protect yourself in social situations or protect yourself from getting close to people or out of fear? Because it all comes back down to fear. We're afraid of rejection. So we create a self that we think will be more accepting. Uh, I'm sorry, will be more accepted by people. But that's all based on our perceptions of our reality, our perceptions of our lives. Now, you're God of your own reality, okay? You are creating everything in your life. You are framing, reframing, designing everything and how you see everything in your life. So when we talk about your sense of self, your sense of self should be one of creator, one of uh, the person, the entity, the being that's in charge of what's going on. When you get to that level where you can look around at your surroundings, the people in your life, the things that you consider a part of it, and you can, when you get to the to the point where you can see how that's actually separate from who you really are, you can really start manifesting from a very pure place of just desire, the, the, the desire to have things. Sometimes our sense of self is what limits what we're able to manifest. So for example, if you have a sense of self that says that you know you don't deserve to have a lot of money you don't deserve to be a millionaire you don't deserve well we don't need to talk about millions you just don't deserve to be wealthy and abundant and you think why would I ever have that sense of self or that self-concept you do sometimes you don't even realize it Once you start asking yourself these questions and once you start really kind of stepping outside, like I said, like I've I've invited you to do is to really strip away everything you think is you. When you start kind of going down that path and and you start looking and saying, who am I really? You'll start to see areas in your life where you are limiting yourself. And don't beat yourself up about it. That's not what this is about. (laughs) This is not about you doing something wrong or you seeing yourself in a wrong light. It's all a journey, right? We all come across this information when we're ready. We all come to this point of being where we can see the truth about who we are 
and we can decide and choose what direction we want to go from that point. So don't beat yourself up. If this is a new concept to you, if this is a new way of looking at getting what you want or having the type of life and experience that you want, don't feel bad if this is the first time you've heard it, if this is the first time you've, you've thought about it in this way. Everything that's happened preceding this moment, you know, led you to this point. If, it, if you didn't have setbacks, if you didn't have heartbreaks, if you didn't have perceived failures, you would have never gone that extra step to find and seek out information to make yourself feel better, to improve who you are. Now, I'm going to go a step further and I'm going to say that when you start to pull away some of these ideas that you have about who you are, sometimes you seek out people to follow, to listen to. You seek out advice. And I, and I, I tell you, this is one thing that I think is really important, which I feel like, you know, I don't hear a lot of people discussing. There's a difference between knowing and there's a difference between uh, believing, okay? And you may have questions. You may have doubts about where you're headed with this. But ultimately, you are the only one who can answer those questions. You're the only one who can deal with those doubts. No one else can. Uh, No one else has the responsibility to. No one else has the power to. Unless you give them the power to, obviously. One of the first things about developing your sense of self and examining your self-concept is starting to look at yourself as an authority on your own life. You know, we, we have a model in this world where we go to school and we have teachers and that's the model we learn we learn from our parents we learn from our teachers we learn from other people and a lot of times the idea that we have some sort of innate knowledge is kind of scoffed at but your intuition you know in your gut you know what's right you know what direction to go into you know a lot of things and a lot, you tell yourself that you don't know these things. You tell yourself that you need to seek after someone else's authority, approval, what have you. But really, you know what to do. It, t- it, takes, it takes some time. Some people, actually some people get this concept very easily and there are those people you in your world in your reality and you look at them and they seem like they have it all together and a lot of times it's because they don't their own authority is themselves you know and they don't listen to what other people think they march to the beat of their own drummer right (laughs) right so you know i i say that self-concept, sense of self, is the foundation of manifestation. 
Now, let's no. Let me let me change that. It's the foundations, foundation of conscious manifestation. You're manifesting all the time, every day, all day. I don't know what else to say, <laughs> but you you're manifesting all the time. So you can't get away from manifesting your life the way it is right now. You have manifested it, whether you like it or not. A lot of times before we get to a level where we can understand things, we want to blame people for where we are in our lives. But the, the simple truth is that we are wherever we are because that's the sum choices that we've made, the decisions, the uh, perceptions that we've made about our lives and about the things that we do in them. And no matter what, I would have to definitely say that one of the biggest stumbling blocks I've ever had was blame and realizing that a lot, you know, the blame, well, one, that there's no need to blame anyone, but two, I have to take responsibility for what I've done or what I haven't done and, and how I think. And that, you know, a lot of times we want to blame people for our problems, um, in relationships in particular, you know, if we are hurt by someone, we want to blame that person. That person becomes the villain. That person becomes the bad guy. But how much of what happened in the relationship was our responsibility? Was our either ignoring red flags or accepting behavior that may, but that accepting behavior where we basically said I deserve this or I you know and you know before I even go there because I don't want to walk down that path where we're talking about we're not talking about abuse I'm not talking about things like that I'm talking about you know situations where even you know something like a, a friendship or relationships that we have with our family you know these are like subtle contracts that we enter into with people and they're based on our sense of self and our self-concept and how we see the world and how we see what we deserve. So I only have really one tip, maybe two things that I want you to consider with your sense of self, because this is an internal process. This is not something that I can really tell you what's right or wrong about it. I can only tell you what my experience has been. One, again, strip away all the things that you think are you. Like I said, one of the things that I used to hold on to is that I was a shy person. I was shy, you know. Um, but, but when I really started to think about it, I wasn't, I'm not shy. I'm, I, I'm not a shy person. I was a fearful person. And so then I turned that into a characteristic. But I'm not a shy person. I'm not shy at all. Um, some of the other areas that you might want to look at is whether you think you deserve certain things. Do you deserve to have the job of your dreams? Do you deserve to have a business? You know, and if you, if the answer is no, or I don't know, or you never really thought about it, think about it. Think about why it is you're not doing the things that you may actually want to do if you're an artist you know, or a creator of some sort, but you're doing things in your life that do not uh, support 
your creativity? Why? Why don't you deserve to do what you love? Now, practical, what you would call a practical person might say, well, I do what I need to do to pay the bills. Well, why do we accept a reality where what I love can't also pay the bills? So these are the things that you're going to start to question. It's not, like I said, it's not a short-term process. It's not an overnight process. It's not something where you're going to start these questions and the next day you're going to have solved, you know, the mysteries of your universe. That's not. I, to, I Even today, I realize things about my sense of self and my self-concept that I, that are like, revelations to me um and I've been like consciously manifesting for about two years like really paying attention to my mindset my affirmations and my visualizations really making a process out of this a conscious process of it as opposed to an unconscious process of it which is what we we do until we come to this information so that's the show uh, my name is Nicole. This has been Live Love Lux, Manifesting the Life Unlimited. If you would like to hear some of my previous episodes or you want to read my blog posts or you want to reach out to me, you can go to my website, which is LiveLoveLux.com. That's L-I-V-L-U-V-L-U-X.com. And uh, I'm not doing personal coaching right now. I'm focusing on some other things and some other ways to help. I do have a Facebook group. You're welcome to join. Leave me a comment. Let me know about what you think about what I've discussed about this whole idea of sense of self or self-concept or your self-esteem or your self-confidence or anything related to how you see the world and how you think of yourself in this world. Are you the God of your own reality? Does that sound crazy to even say? Why aren't you comfortable with the idea that you might be the God of your own reality? Some people aren't comfortable with that. Some people don't, don't even dare say that. Why? What's it going to hurt? What's it going to harm? You know, and then if it is going to hurt or harm something, why is that? Ask these questions of yourself. Questions never hurt anybody. They do say curiosity killed the cat, but... I believe if you don't question yourself, you don't challenge yourself. So, again, thank you for joining me. This has been Live Love Lux, manifesting the life unlimited. And hey, welcome to your life.